welcome to Becoming Whole podcast. I am your host, Claire Bradshaw, a life coach and a yoga and meditation teacher. Join me as I explore with my guests what it means to live a life of wholeness and connectedness, a life where all parts of ourselves, our body, mind and spirit come together into alignment, where we're truly living into our own personal values and the fullest expression of who we are. So if you're a seeker, a feeler and someone wanting more from your precious life, then tune in every fortnight and let's grow together. So before we get to the podcast episode for you today, I want to let you know that I am going to be running a five-day sacred morning practice for free on um, Facebook and Zoom coming up in um, November, so the 9th to the 13th of November. And it's going to be a practice every morning, so Australian Eastern Standard Time, for 30 minutes. And we are going to be going through a meditation and a breathwork practice. And I'll also be providing some journaling prompts to help you to delve a little deeper. And this practice is perfect for you if you find it a challenge to commit to yourself to a daily practice. It's for you if you're feeling like you're lacking direction and you are searching for more of a sense of purpose. Maybe you're feeling a little ungrounded or overwhelmed by life right now. It has been a pretty full-on year and um, you're craving some time for yourself. Uh, You may feel like you're on Groundhog Day. You're feeling like you're living in that kind of automated space. Um, And you feel like there's something more for you, um, but you're just not sure what. What I have found is that a morning practice has been instrumental in my own um, waking up, in my own settling my nervous system and connecting deeper to my heart, my intuition, and to feeling into, you know, a sense of purpose, a sense of fulfillment. And really, this is the starting place Um, that I go to with all of my clients and so it's an absolute honor to be sharing this as a live practice for free for five days and I would love to invite you to come and join me as my special people who have been on this um, podcast for a while. I know there's a bunch of you that have been listening to all the episodes so I want to say a big thank you and I would love to have you with us and um, for that five days and I'd love to meet you as well so do join in and um, I'll put the link um, in the show notes so that you can jump on book in your spot and I will see you there hey there lovely people so today is another episode from me and this episode is a really juicy 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 one and um, we're going to be talking about what keeps us stuck And this is another one of those things that's had a huge influence on my life and continues to do so. So if you've been feeling the call to move forward in your life, but you feel stuck for some reason, you feel like you have a desire for more, or you feel like there's a change that is wanting to come through for you, but there's just this something holding you back. There's just this little niggly something, something. Um, but you don't know what it is, then this podcast is going to be the one for you. So Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. 
And wow, I remember the first time that I heard this. I was like, no, I don't understand that. If I can't, I can't. You don't know my past, what I've been through, what I've been told is possible for me. Um, Insert any negative or limiting story I was telling myself at the time. And so many of us have been led to believe what's possible for us in our lives by what our teachers have told us, by what our parents have said or demonstrated, by what the media's told us. And unconsciously, we play out the pattern of this our whole lives unless we choose to question it. So it's a big one because we think that our reality is as it is and we think that we are who we are but actually really what we're doing is we're playing out specific programming that we've had throughout our lives until we decide to unravel some of it and start to understand ourselves at a deeper level and often we come to that conclusion when something really isn't working out or um, we've noticed that there's a pattern that's played out that's not been serving us, or we're feeling really down and not great about things. Um, often one of the, the, the triggers or one of the things that can really send us onto this inward journey can be, you know, um, death of a family member, or um, it can be losing our job. So often it's related to grief and in this time that we all find ourselves in, there is a lot of grief around with, you know, a lot of things in our lives that have dropped away. And it can really leave us kind of uh, in a place of reflectiveness, but also be kind of really seeing um, with more clarity in terms of, you know, what's not working. Um, and so I really hope that this episode today is going to um, help you out. So if you think about it, when we came into the world, we were an open canvas. We were pure, unadulterated, a little ball of love. And then we were influenced by all the things people did and said around us. And those things, whether they were literal or they were inferred, we made them mean something about us, about the world, about what was possible and what wasn't possible. We took these things as our own internal voice. And the tricky thing is, is that these limiting beliefs, these things that we, we made, you know, these things that happened in our lives and we made them mean something about us, about the world, they can keep us stuck in life until we unravel them, until we bring them to the light. And they can keep us stuck in places of fear and in places of suffering, repeating patterns that continue to confirm our beliefs. I don't know if you've ever experienced that where you've, maybe you've been in a relationship that's broken down and then you meet someone new and then you realize that that person is almost like the identical person to the one that you were with before. And you continue to repeat that pattern until you kind of bring awareness and start to shift it. I know for myself, my realization, one of my biggest realizations was when I found myself going from job to job and I kept finding myself in a same, similar position within those jobs. And it wasn't until I really got real with myself and got really honest that I realized that within those experiences, the common denominator was me. It wasn't the job, even though pre having that realization, I was blaming the jobs and that was sending me to find the new job and to find the new one. 
in psychology, they call this confirmation bias. So it's where unconsciously we are repeating um, patterns based on our way of thinking. And this can lead us to finding ourselves feeling stuck saying yes to things when they don't serve us. Because underlying all of that, there may be a belief that we're not worthy of any better. We may find ourselves stuck in a job that's comfortable, but doesn't make us happy and isn't utilizing our gifts because we believe that's just what you do and you just need to suck it up and it's just how it is. We may find ourselves stuck with our health, knowing that we really want to be healthy, but we're self-sabotaging our efforts because underlying all of that, there's a belief that we're lazy and we never stick to anything. We may be stuck with um, money, financial stuff, thinking that we need to burn ourselves out to have a successful business, that we don't deserve to make good money doing what we love. We may find ourselves stuck living our lives in a way that makes everyone around us happy and comfortable, but instead we're slowly withering away. I wonder if any of those resonate with you. And these limiting beliefs, they can keep us stuck in this place between where we are right now and where we want to be. And the problem is, is that if we leave this over time, that sparkle within us can begin to fade if we don't make a conscious effort to find these limiting beliefs and release them. I know for myself, a belief I held on to really tightly was one around being small. I'm five foot two in height and really petite in my structure. And I've always looked younger than my years, which now at 42, I enjoy a lot more than I did when I was younger. But growing up, I was always treated as though I was younger than my years. And in turn, I played into the role of little me. And then when I brought this pattern into my awareness, I saw that I was creating a really small life for myself. It was comfortable, but it was small. And the thing was, is as I started to want more from my life, I noticed that there was an incongruence between the life I desired and the life I was currently living. And I therefore needed to unravel the belief and the belief of being small and replace it with a new and empowering belief that would be supportive of the life I wanted to live and who I knew was at the core of who I was. And that was quite a journey and it continues which is kind of exciting I think so Tony Robbins talks about the three core limiting beliefs that we all hold at the deepest level of our psyche so the first one is I'm unlovable the second one is I'm unworthy not enough I'm an imposter I might be found out And the third one is, I don't belong, or I'm fearful of abandonment. Now, these are really deep, deep um, fears at the, you know, the deepest level of the psyche. So you may kind of listen to these and go, "Mm, I don't think that's true about me. Um, And so that's why, you know, working with a coach or someone who, who knows this work can help you to sort of dig a little bit deeper and see which one of these is kind of operating predominantly because an important thing is to kind of get that clarity and by getting the clarity and getting the awareness we can then work with ourselves to start to replace this belief 
um, do the healing that we need to do and then and then start to move forwards with our um, lives. But when we're unaware and we're playing out patterns, then we can just basically just get stuck in the same issue again and again and again. So as I said, the tricky thing is that most of us are not aware that we have these beliefs and they're kind of intertwined with this whole bunch of stories and repeated thought patterns that just keep us this kind of stagnant and stuck place. Um, and by holding on to these limiting beliefs and stories, um, they keep us separated and disconnected and rejected, isolated and not belonging. So they're pretty yucky really. And if they're, you know, in the background in our lives and we're operating from a place of playing this out all of the time, then I don't know about you, but I want to get rid of them. I want to remove them. It's a bit like, you know, if you have um, a uh, splinter stuck in your skin, it's really annoying and it doesn't go away unless we pull it out. Yeah. And um, it's, otherwise, it's just that kind of niggling, annoying kind of feeling in the background. It's kind of a little bit like that. So these limiting beliefs can play out in all sorts of ways. They can play out in ways where we feel inferior to others. They can play out in ways in which we feel superior to others. But ultimately, what they do is they obscure ourselves from the connection of love and unity. They create separation. And when we heal them... When we bring awareness to them, we find a place of compassion, we grieve what needs to be grieved, and we replace these beliefs with something that is helpful. Then we begin to heal and reconnect and find our way back to belonging to ourselves, to each other, and to love. So maybe you're asking yourself, well, why would we do this to ourselves? It doesn't make sense. I know, I, I struggle with this one for a really long time as well. So neuroscientists say that when we're in fear-based beliefs, it affects our learning centers in the brain and they literally begin to shut down. And the part of the brain that is keeping us in this stuck part is the survival part, it's the primal part of the brain. And its main concern is self-protection. So protecting us from of course, getting hurt in some way, whether that's physically, but also protecting us from failing and being rejected. So we'd unconsciously rather the security of a negative belief than the insecurity of not being certain and not knowing. And so Rick Hansen, who's a neurologist, speaks a lot about this. And he says... Our brains are Velcro for negative and Teflon for positive. They're basically wired for negativity. Um, so we know that we need to be alert from danger. So we need this fear aspect so that we can run away if we need to run away, if we're threatened in some way. But the problem is, is that the on button gets jammed. So the on button for fear can get jammed. And this is what's called the negativity bias. So we can be looking constantly for what's wrong, what's harmful, what's wrong with us, what's wrong with others, what's wrong with the world. And these fear beliefs, they get amplified during times of mass fear. And if you've probably noticed, the media is all about 
fear because that's what our brains are looking for all the time that's what sells newspapers that's what gets us you know watching all of the news feeds and unfortunately though it in turn creates separations within ourselves and with others and the thing with fear and limiting beliefs is that they get stronger if we entertain them Literally, what we practice gets stronger. And we can notice this for things that are helpful in our lives. So, for example, practicing meditation becomes easier over time, generally. (laughs) There are days, though. Um, And over time, we may also find that yoga, asana, helps us to become more supple and stronger in our bodies, maybe starts to calm down the, the mind, helps us to have more presence. And the same with like practicing an instrument, we become more skilled over time. Um, An artist refines their skills and their craft with practice. Uh, But it can also be the same for the unhelpful stuff. So, you know, what we practice becomes stronger. So if we think negatively all the time, that becomes our way of being in the world. If we eat junk food all the time, that has a negative effect on the health of our bodies over time. And it's the same with these limited beliefs. So if we are constantly thinking in a limited way about what's possible for us in the world, then we will make that a reality because what we practice becomes stronger. And thoughts are a mental representation of reality. So what they really are is just this map, a picture of it. They're happening but they're not reality they're real so our thoughts they're real but they're not truth and as we spoke about some of these maps some of these thoughts and beliefs they're helpful but some of them are harmful some of them create these separations from self or other creating feelings of anxiousness depression deficiency bad other bad self And the thing is, is that they don't go away on their own. We need to bring the light of awareness to them as our first step to moving forwards. And the opposite of fear beliefs are love beliefs. So as I mentioned before, you know, we want to start with the awareness and understanding of the beliefs. Um, We want to heal the beliefs And then we want to replace them with something that's loving, something that's helpful. Because these fear beliefs, as I mentioned, they keep us separate and threatened. But when we step out of this and we create a pathway towards love beliefs, we start to feel more unity, more wholeness, and we come home to our truth. Okay, so you're probably now thinking, yeah, I want to know how to do this. So that's what we're going to go through now. So grab yourself a journal and make sure that you're in a quiet place so that you can kind of give yourself some time for this. If um, you're not in a position to do this work now, then obviously come back and listen to it when you are. Um, And just know that this is a constant unraveling. It's not something that just kind of happens right now. We get it all solved. And you may well need some support for this. So find yourself um, a coach like myself or someone who can really hold the space for you and has done this work themselves. So 
As we spoke about, the first step to any kind of change in inner growth, and I go on about this all the time, the first step is always awareness. We need to become aware of what we're doing um, you know, as, as the first step. And this is called metacognition. Becoming aware of our thoughts. And when you're mindful of your thoughts, you then have the choice to change them. And, you know, when we recognize our thinking, then we get to see what's virtual and what's reality. And over time, and again, this is a practice, we start to realize that we are not our thoughts. That we're having thoughts all the time, but they only become true if we choose to entertain them and believe them. So we don't have to believe our beliefs or our thoughts. And when you truly get this, when you truly recognize this, then it can be an incredible releasing experience to acknowledge that I no longer have to believe my thoughts. All right. Okay. So finding that quiet place to sit, grabbing your journal. So think to yourself now, what are the stories that you have cycling around that diminish your sense of self? Diminish your sense of self. So the things that make you feel smaller, the things that make you feel more separated to other people. And they may revolve around feelings of unworthiness, unlovable or bad in some way. So just write down the first things that just come to mind. Write them down. And see if you can approach this really from a place of non-judgmental awareness. So not having any judgments over what arises in this moment. Just allow it all to just come up. Make sure you have some tissues if you need some. And you may even notice, and I'll give you some prompts here. You may notice that what what might come up is it could be, I'm too, and insert whatever it is that you feel too much, I'm too much. I'm too needy, I'm too angry, I'm too loud, I'm too shy, I'm too greedy. Or it could be, I need to be more happy or I need to be more helpful or fun or successful or sociable. Or it could be, I need to be less insecure, less quiet. Just allow whatever comes in this moment to just come up. Just write it down. Again, try not to judge it. Just just look at it. Just let it come. And then once you've written one or two things, what do you believe about that? So whatever it was, if it I need to be more happy or I need to be less insecure or whatever it is, what does that mean about you and about what's possible for you? And then ask yourself, 
and looking at the almost landscape of your life and inquire, how has this belief affected you in your life? Has it affected your relationships? Your capacity for intimacy? Creativity? How you enjoy moments? How you behave in the work environment? With your manager, with your employees, with your colleagues? Now ask yourself, and I know I'm going through this quite quickly, so feel free to just pause as you need. How does it feel in your body when you say these things? How does it feel as you are writing these things down? Where do you feel that? Again, just become aware of that. Maybe write it down. And now ask yourself, is that meaning that I attached, is it true? And then ask yourself, how do I know it is true? How long have I believed this? And then how has believing this affected my life? And what's it like right now as you bear witness to this belief? And just noticing and being aware of your experience here, you may notice some emotion rising to the surface and know that that's okay. This is, this is big work. Now ask your higher self, what does this part, this, this part that's hurt, what does this part need from you? And then whatever it needs, Bring this part of yourself loving and nourishing kind words now. Just imagine that that part of you that was negative, that was believing you weren't enough in some way or that you were inferior in some way. Can you give that part of yourself some really nice loving, nourishing words? Almost like you are giving a child that is hurt a really big hug and 
And again, just allow whatever is arising to arise. Give yourself that space. And then ask yourself this final question. What would life be like if you didn't believe this? Who would you be? And what would be possible? Hmm. Really nice. So I know that I rushed through that quite quickly. So feel free to listen back to this as many times as you like. And of course, as I said before, if some big stuff arises that you need some support with or you want to delve a bit deeper, then of course, um, you know, book in a discovery call with myself and can see if we're a match for doing some coaching on this. Otherwise, find someone who you really trust and you know that can hold the space for you here. So these limiting beliefs are pretty tricky things because they're very deep within the subconscious and and they can play out to create more separation either within ourselves in our relationships but also in the broader world around us and they basically keep us in a place of fear um, living our lives from that place and um, keep us separated from really love and unity and when we start to shift our identity, when we step out of these limiting beliefs, we begin to see who we are beyond the belief and beyond the thoughts. And we start to find this field of awareness, of presence, and of love, which really is our true home and is the way back to a sense of completeness, to a place of health and well-being and connection it's that deep deep happiness and fulfillment and feel free to come back to this recording at any time and feel free to obviously take the pauses in the recording do the work do the journaling find your support where you need it and give yourself so much love along the way Um, I am wishing you a lovely rest of your day and send me a message if this has resonated with you. I love to hear from um, my listeners to know that what I am putting out into the world is resonating with you. And of course, if there's someone that you know that would be an incredible fit for this podcast to interview, or if you have any topics that you'd love me to cover off, then do also let me know um, because I produce this podcast for you and this podcast comes from a really deep place within me um, and um, this is my service, one of the things that I serve the world with. So thank you so much for listening to this episode and I really trust that you got some value from it. If you've been enjoying my podcast, then I would be so grateful if you could do me a favor 
Can you share this podcast with people that you know that would be interested in it and could get some value with it? And would you also write me a five-star review on iTunes as this really helps to get the messages of this podcast out to more people so that we can help more people to live with more love, to connect more deeply with themselves and the greater world around them. Thanks so much. Bye.